hello, hello to my favorite people and welcome or welcome back to the Unfreeze podcast. With me, your host Zoe. This is the podcast where we get into everything self-awareness and personal development, but we keep it really fun and we laugh and we just make it a good time. Today, I'm coming to you from South Africa where I'm on a two-week vacation with my family. We spent Christmas here, which was so nice. It was just wholesome, chillaxed vibes and everyone was happy which is just the key to life. I am going to be talking about getting yourself out of a rut in this episode and actually this was an episode request which came through from someone via Instagram so I'm really excited to get into it and basically what we're going to do is I am going to give you the steps I personally follow to get myself out of a rut. So as ever, use this as inspiration, but make sure to personalize it and make it your own because we are also beautifully different. So I am by no means saying that this is the only way to get yourself out of, out of, oh my goodness, I can't, I actually can't talk. What I was trying to say is I am by no means saying this is the only way to get yourself out of a rut, but this is what I do and some of the steps might work for you. It honestly sounds like I'm drunk, but I'm I'm very sober right now. Everyone stay calm. Okay, before we get into that, we are of course going to do some random Zoe updates. So the first thing I wanted to say is that this episode is actually going to come out on New Year's Eve. And in anticipation of that, I just wanted to issue a very formal reminder, joking, it's obviously not formal, this podcast is not formal, but I do want to issue an important reminder that New Year's Eve is just one night. There is so much pressure around it, pressure to have the best night, to stay up till 5am, to do all the things, but it is just one one night. So if you are planning on having a chilled New Year's or if you're listening to this after New Year's and you had a really chilled one or maybe it just wasn't the best night ever, maybe you felt emotional, whatever it is, that is totally okay. And as I said, it is just one night. It does not matter. And please also remember that social media is a highlight reel. So if you do go online and you're seeing everyone posting about their night and making it out like they had the time of their lives or whatever, just really try not to compare because you never truly know what's going on with people as social media is not real life. It's also just so irrelevant what the girl you sat next to in history class when you were 15 is doing with her New Year's Eve. What matters is taking the pressure off and reminding yourself that it's just another night. If you have a good night, great. But if you don't, that is okay. And I just wanted to share that because I know that when I was in a place of being a little bit less sure of myself, and I guess also a place where I was more prone to comparison, I always felt a lot of pressure around New Year's Eve and I felt kind of triggered around it. So I did just want to share that in case anyone is feeling similar. Okay, next random Zoe update I wanted to give is I had a request for me to do more Would You Rathers. And in case you missed the episode, where this originated from, I basically shared in Random Zoe updates like three weeks ago that I love would you rather questions. So would you rather X or Y? And we basically went through a few in that episode. So the people have spoken 
they have requested more. So I shall answer that request. And we're going to do, I shall answer that request. Do I think I am living in Jane Austen times? Anyways, the point is we're going to do three quick fire would you rathers. I'm looking them up on my phone right now. I'm choosing ones which are new to me. Okay, let's see. Well, that one's awful. Okay, okay, here's a good one. Would you rather always be sweaty or always be hungry? 100,000 gazillion trillion percent. I'd rather always be sweaty. I hate being hungry so much. I am literally the hanger queen. I get hangry like nothing else. So for the sake of everyone I know and everyone I may ever know, I could not possibly be hungry the whole time. Not that it's all just about me, but you know, it also kind of is. Joking. Okay. Slightly deeper one. Would you rather meet someone from the future or someone from the past? Okay. I don't know why, but my immediate answer is definitely someone from the past. I just feel like it's really cool to let the future be unknown because it's kind of what makes life exciting. It's also what makes life highly stressful, but I like the idea that we can kind of write the future rather than someone telling us what the future is. And I would also love to quiz someone from the past on lessons they've learned in their life or what they would have done differently in their life or what advice they have. I just, yeah, I'd I'd also love to meet someone from the past and have them explain like a great mystery of the past. I don't know what great mystery I have in mind, so I'd probably need to work that out before I meet the person from the past. But it would kind of be cool to meet this person from the past and work out the great mystery. Okay, last one. And we're actually going to make this quick fire. Would you rather visit a tropical island or climb a mountain? Kind of rogue that the mountain involves climbing, but the tropical island is just like a tropical getaway. Or maybe that's the point. The mountain is meant to be more action-packed, whereas on the tropical island, you just chill. Or maybe I'm just reading way too much into this, especially because I said it would be quick fire. And now I'm analyzing the question, but welcome to my mind. I feel like that's the most likely situation. So my answer would be tropical island, but I would like to move on the island. So maybe I could climb a mountain on the island, but I am just vibing tropical stuff. So I'm going to say the island. Anyway, enough of that, especially as I'm kind of ruining the rules of my own game. For my last random Zoe update, I wanted to say that, and this is kind of a tone change, I'm now getting serious. Well, not serious, but a bit deeper. But I wanted to say that if anyone is going into the new year with some mixed emotions, that's totally okay. I am such a big believer in positivity and gratitude, but I equally think it is so important to honor your feelings and not dismiss them. I personally believe that until you accept your feelings, you can't move through them or they can't move through you. So yeah, don't feel like you have to be in a 1000% positive mindset just because it's the new year. Be true to how you're feeling and meet yourself where you're at without judgment. So for me, There are so many good and exciting and magical and wonderful things in my life right now, which I feel so incredibly grateful for in terms of having just moved to Singapore, such exciting things with my career, meeting amazing people. But I am also really sad to be leaving my family because I don't know when I'm going to see them again and I don't know when all five of us are going to be together. So I'm definitely feeling some mixed emotions going into the new year. I'm trying to be positive and focus on the good, but I'm equally just sitting with all the feels and yeah, not judging myself. So with that, 
we are going to get into this week's episode. Before we do, my usual reminder that if you do enjoy this podcast, please do rate it. And if you have thoughts, questions, queries, ideas, if you've got another suggestion for Would You Rather or you've got an episode request, it is at Wonderfully Zoe on TikTok and Instagram. And my website is www.umfreezepod.com. Okay, so like I said in the intro, I'm going to give you my five-step protocol. Protocol makes it sound very procedural and clinical. It's just kind of like five random steps to get out of a rut, but I do think they work really well. Like I said, take what you like from this, make it your own, because we're all so beautifully different that you've got to tailor it to you. So the first of five steps is to approach the whole situation, the fact that you're in a rut, the fact that you want to get yourself out of it, all of that stuff, approach the situation with so much love. And I say this because I feel like often when we're in a rut, whether that is, I don't know, you're sleeping in, but you want to start waking up earlier, or you're not in a workout routine, but you want to get into one, or you're just not feeling good in yourself and you want to feel better, whatever it is, when we're in a rut, I think we so often feel guilt and we feel shame and that can be so compounded when you go on Instagram and you see posts of people doing their morning routine and drinking the lemon water and doing all the things you can start to feel even worse about yourself for the fact that maybe you are in a rut. So the first step and honestly in my opinion probably the most important step is to really try and shift your mindset away from guilt and shame because you have not done anything wrong. You are not a bad person for sleeping in or for eating whatever foods you think are bad or for not exercising. You literally do not deserve to feel bad about yourself. So instead of dwelling on all the things you want to change and all the things you don't think you're currently doing, quote unquote, right, and instead of being critical on yourself and hard on yourself, I want you to instead tell yourself, literally look in the mirror or journal about this or just say it to yourself. But I want you to tell yourself that you are going to help yourself feel better because you love yourself and because you think that you deserve to feel good and not because you are doing anything wrong and not because you're a bad person and not because you are ashamed of yourself. And I know it feels so weird at first to like say things to yourself or to look in the mirror or to journal to yourself. And there are probably so many people listening who are saying to themselves, yeah, thanks Zoe, but I'm just not going to do that. Honestly, I think this is the best way to get out of a rut, breaking the cycle of shame and guilt and unkindness towards yourself. Because until you do that, I just think you run the risk of self-sabotaging and carrying on in the cycle of feeling bad about yourself and then making yourself feel worse because you're feeling bad about yourself. So however you want to do it, you need to tell yourself that you are your own teammate and you're going to help yourself out of this rut. Show yourself that love. And when you make changes from a place of love, rather than from a place of dislike for yourself, I promise you, they are so much more powerful. Okay, the next step is all about realizing that you are the only one who can get yourself out of a rut. 
And I feel like this can sound kind of scary and kind of pressurizing, but I more mean it in a really empowering way. Like it's really cool that we can help ourselves, that we literally have the power to change our mindsets and shift some of our thoughts and by doing that change our habits and from there we can start to feel better and that does not mean it's easy and for some people it might be harder than others depending on where they are at at this point in time or what kind of mindset they're in but I do think it's genuinely possible and that is so cool and the reason why I included this step which seems kind of small and insignificant, but it's actually so key. Because, 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 that's from a song, isn't it? Because, because, because. I feel like it's from a childhood song, which I'm not going to be able to remember. Something like The Wizard of Oz, even though I don't think it's The Wizard of Oz, and I have no idea why that came to my mind. What I was saying is the reason why I think this step is so key is because I know for me personally, when I'm feeling kind of down, kind of flat, and yeah, basically when I'm in a rut... I sometimes find myself thinking of all the external factors in my life which aren't going well or which I don't think are right and then I try and blame them for the way I feel instead of thinking about what I could do to make myself feel even the tiniest bit better. So as an example, maybe in winter I might be like, oh, I don't feel good because it's dark and it's cold and I don't like this time of year and I don't like the rain and I don't like this and I don't like that. Instead of saying, okay, yes, it's dark. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's the middle of February. But nevertheless, what can I do to show up for myself and to try and stay positive and make myself feel better? And I think it's so important because there will always be things in our life that we don't like or that we don't want to face. That is literally a fact about life. So we can't wait for everything to be perfect, to get out of the rut or to do things to make ourselves feel happier because that perfection is never going to come because life is just not perfect. It's perfectly imperfect and it's all about embracing that. Okay, next thing, once you've thought about mindset, because I am the biggest believer in the importance of mindset, my next step is to start with one small action or habit and then build up from there. So instead of trying to do everything all at once, instead of saying, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 4.45, I'm going to meditate for half an hour, then I'm going to do an hour workout, then I'm going to have a green juice and a smoothie for breakfast, and then I'm going to do all these other ridiculous things. Instead of that, I think you should say, tomorrow I'm going to start with one habit. I'm going to read for 10 minutes when I wake up instead of scrolling. I am going to go for a walk around the block after breakfast, or I'm literally going to drink two extra glasses of water in the morning. I think one of the reasons why we stay in ruts even when we know it's not what's best for us is because we kind of try and do everything all at once and we overwhelm ourselves and because we overwhelm ourselves and getting out of the rut seems too much to handle we kind of procrastinate starting so we just stay in the rut so much longer than we need to. So begin with one simple step something you know will make you feel good And don't put pressure on yourself to do anything further the day you start with that small step. Just focus on that one simple thing and build up 
from there because I'm the biggest believer in momentum. You know, when you have a ridiculously long to-do list and you look at the to-do list and you're like, how on earth am I going to do this? And where on earth do I start? But then you tick something off the to-do list and you're like, okay, okay, maybe I do have this. It's going well. I've done one thing, maybe I could do another. And then you do another thing and you're feeling kind of more confident and you maybe start dancing and all that stuff. I think that is the same mindset we need to have when it comes to getting out of a rut. Also, why did I just bring in dancing? That is so freaking random, like the Wizard of Oz levels of random. The point is, start small, and when you feel that momentum, you will be more motivated to maybe add in another habit the next day, but don't try and do everything all at once, or you will just overwhelm yourself. Okay, next step I want to mention, and I think this is the funnest step, and I think it's one that we sometimes overlook, but no longer, because we're not going to overlook it anymore, basically. So the step we're not going to overlook is to get some inspiration into your life. I know for me personally, some of the times I feel most motivated and I guess most just game on for life is when I've got good sources of inspiration. And it might be that a friend is inspiring me. It might be that a spin instructor is inspiring me, even though I literally go to spin once every two years. But you know, it could be that spin instructor. It could be a TikToker. It could be a song, it could be a poem, it could literally be whatever, it could be a character in a TV show. If anyone's watched One Tree Hill, Brooke Davis kept me inspired for about 10 years. So don't write off TV show characters, they can be powerful. So yes, I always think it's really helpful to look for sources of inspiration. And this is one of my favorite things about social media. I know there's so much criticism about social media, but in terms of inspiration, I honestly think it is invaluable. I am pretty fussy when it comes to what content I am consuming. I mean, I'm pretty fussy generally, so that's kind of nothing new. But I do love when I find a content creator or someone online who aligns with me. I love consuming their content, whether it's vlogs, podcasts, YouTube videos, and basically just allowing myself to get really inspired by them. And I know no one asked, but the people inspiring me at the moment are definitely Anna Hyde. I love her YouTube videos. Caitlin Nolan, love her YouTube videos as well. I love Anna Archer's podcast, Inside Anna's Mind. And then Gracie Norton's TikTok is so good for wellness inspo. I literally adore it. And her new podcast is also amazing. But yeah, you just have to know what kind of content inspires you. Like for me personally, I am way more inspired by people who I guess take a more holistic approach to life and wellness and health and fitness and who incorporate the importance of mindset and who talk about self-love rather than people who I guess are a bit more what I see as old school. Maybe that's controversial, but more like get your butt back into the gym and work out and all that stuff. That just doesn't work for me. It doesn't motivate me. It doesn't align with me. I just find it kind of triggering. So yeah, you just got to work out what works for you. So look for inspiration if you're in a rut, because I think it is really helpful. And DM me if you want more podcast or TikTok or Instagram recommendations, because I have so many more where that came from. Those are just a few of my faves. And as I say, you have to find what works for you. Okay, last thing I want to share, and before anyone rolls their eyes, just hear me out. 
I think one of the secret ingredients to getting out of a rut is practicing gratitude. And I know this whole gratitude thing gets thrown around a lot. And I know that so many people listening will be like, okay, but what is it really? And what do I do? And what does it mean? I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. For me, what practicing gratitude looks like is not making yourself feel guilty for the things you have in your life or the things which are going well, but it's more about noticing the beauty and the joy you get from the everyday things that you sometimes just do on autopilot or you might think are kind of mundane until you start to appreciate them. So for me, it's about soaking in the deliciousness of that first sip of coffee in the morning or the feeling of warm water on your skin when you're in the shower or how good it feels to literally get into a comfy bed at the end of the day or the endorphins from working out that is another one when I'm working out I really try and be like I feel so grateful I can move my body not everyone gets to do this and oh it makes me feel good it puts me in a good mental space all that stuff. Basically, for me, I think it's about not rushing from one thing to the next thing, not downing your coffee on the way to work or while you're running to get to the next meeting, but stopping and appreciating it and noticing the little things in life. And I'm a bit like an excitable child. I get so overexcited about things which most normal people don't really get excited about or which most people just don't even react to, I'll start going crazy over. My family literally think I'm so strange. I will spend 10 minutes talking about how good mango tastes. But genuinely, like on this mango point, it is a gift from nature. It tastes so good. It is actually insane. I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. If you think mango is amazing, message me because we need to be friends. So yes, practice gratitude because it changes your mindset and it really helps just put you in a positive headspace like nothing other. It makes the world of difference. And I really think once you're in that more positive mindset, it's easier to get out of a rut. So with that, we are going to wrap the party up. Is that a saying? Wrap? I think it's wrap things up or end the party. I don't know. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I literally butcher sayings on the daily. It's so bad. My siblings were laughing at me yesterday because I said, I'm quaking in my boots instead of I'm shivering in my boots. Or maybe it was the other way around. I don't even know. I don't even know which one is right. I don't know which one is right. That's how bad I am. Anyways, at the risk of embarrassing myself, I'm going to sign off now, even though I suspect it's too late and I've embarrassed myself and I am now rambling. So if you enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoyed my ramble, if you're still here, congratulations. But if you enjoyed this podcast, please do rate it. If you have thoughts, questions, queries, episode suggestions, literally whatever, well, not whatever, but you know what I mean, you can reach me at Instagram and TikTok at Wonderfully Zoe and my website is www.unfreezepod.com. I will speak to you next week once I am back in Singapore and I love you all so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.